Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. And I'm your other co-host, my name is Tenant Michael, and frequent listeners to this podcast will have already noticed it sounds a little bit different from usual, and there is a very good reason for that, isn't there James? There sure is. Quarantine! You have been locked down under quarantine. This is the government. Please put your hands up. We will annihilate you if you uh, don't follow our uh, instructions. (laughs) (laughs) Good character. Yes, well, it's dystopian. And I, I, I sort of feel like that society is just on a tipping point. We could go that way. Or if we all do what we are doing and self quarantine, we can save planet Earth. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, right, uh, Mike, unusually. You know, it's unusual we're on the same page here. So um, so Mike and I are doing this. We're self-isolating. Now, listeners know I can't be in my beautiful home right now. There is a police investigation there due to mm-hmm. the death of one of my butlers. Uh, I'm still not allowed to go back. Just because COVID-19 has happened yeah. doesn't mean I can go back there. So I'm actually still in Mike's apartment. Yeah. We tried to think of a solution uh, for us to share this small space, didn't we, Mike? We did, and and we also decided we did not want to miss a, an episode because we love our listeners. So we came up with a great idea. Mm-hmm. James, you are self-isolating or quarantining. I don't know what phrase is the proper <laughs> one, but you're you are in my living room, mm-hmm. my kitchen, and my bedroom. That is your area, whereas yes. I have confined myself to the toilet. Uh, the bathroom. That's so right. And the door's uh, closed. I'm here in the bathroom. I'll be here for as long as the as the World Health Organization says I need to be. Which could be, th- you know, we don't know. Could be four weeks, eight weeks. Could be through August. Um, yes. And I, and credit where credits due. This was my idea and my plan. Um, I really thought that. Look, the two of us are in this apartment. It's not enough social isolating for us just to both be in this apartment, each going in whatever room we want. We got to divide up the rooms. And that was my idea, which I am pretty proud of, to be extra careful. So I I thought, hey, you know what? You take the bathroom, Mike. I'll take, you know, the other rooms in the apartment. Yes. It's fair for both of us. I mean, Um, you did get a much bigger area, just to be fair. Like you do have, you literally have three times the space I have and you have access to a, a bed, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. You have a bed, whereas I am confined to this tiny room. If I want to sleep, I either have to sleep on on the toilet, uh, lying down in the bathtub, or on the ground in front of the toilet. Okay, I'm hearing that. But, Michael, you. Um, you know, in the time of COVID-19, more space is not a good thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not loving this either. You okay. know what I mean? I mean, you got... Like your TV, how how big is your TV? Thirty seven inches. Thirty seven inches. Okay, yes. I have an eighty inch at home, so that sucks. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going sorry. through your kitchen supplies pretty effing fast. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Well, uh, it's no picnic out here either, and and also I don't have a toilet. Ever think of that? I, I well, can't just go to the toilet anytime I want to. Well, you can I? Well, I can, and I <laughs> listeners believe me, I do. But I did. You're not being totally transparent with the listeners, James, because I did come up with a little so, a toilet solution for you, didn't I? You did, and uh, it's it's a pretty good solution to our it's problem. Pretty good. Basically, uh, um, mm. if you're familiar, listeners, with a uh, basically a, a typical green garden hose, we we've all had them in our lives. I like what sticking I've... my thumb on the end and making it spray <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> Hopefully in the summer we can we can actually do that. But in the meantime, we're using the green hose for a different reason. So I've snaked a green hose. Um, one end I have here in the toilet. The other, and then I have it snaked under the door uh, to where you are, James. And anytime you need to go, you know, answer nature's call, uh, you just get that hose out and you do your business into the hose, and it travels the length of the hose into the toilet where I can safely flush it. Um, and it works best, I'm, you know, with liquid, uh, with urine. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm censoring myself. Uh, it's a little bit more problematic with number twos, but we're, you know, it, we're working that out still. Figuring There's that a- problem out is going to give us something to do, yeah. right? Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah. So, and that, that's a great solution I think you've come up with there. And it's Thank it's you. good. It, it allows me to keep, you know, keep us separated, not get in your space, but also <laughs> allows me to go to the bathroom. You just and, said a phrase there, James. Sorry to interrupt you, but you said, keep us separated. And you know me. I couldn't help. Uh, but my mind went to uh, to the song by The Offspring. Uh, you got you know to what? keep them separated. I wouldn't be surprised if that climbed up the charts again. Because <laughs> yes. I'm a little thing called COVID-19. Yes. Oh. So, listeners, do your part. Uh, hit the the iTunes store and be sure to buy a copy of Come Out and Play by The Offspring. Let's see if we can get that to number one on the charts. Yes, do your part. Yeah. So we're each recording this over Skype on our computers, yes. so we can't yes. see each other. The door no. is shut in between yes. us. I don't um, know if you're decent. You don't know about me either. So anything could happen. Anything goes. And, yeah. Mike... You know, it's it is convenient for you as well because if you need to go to the bathroom during the pod, you're not going to have to go. Excuse me, do you mind if we pause for a second? You can just go. Yeah, and I I fully plan to. Uh, and if it happens, I'll let the listeners know. I'll let everyone know. And I think it might be a podcast first, so maybe we can make it into the Guinness uh, Book of Records. I would love that. Is there a Canadian Guinness Book of Records? Huh. If there isn't, there should be. Uh, who would it, Who would publish it? Maybe uh, Tim Hortons. The Tim Hortons Book of uh, Canadian World Records. I'd love to see that. We've got, you know, we, once this whole thing is over, that's another project we've got to get going on. <laughs> uh, so we don't have a guest uh, this week because of Mr. COVID. Mr. COVID, sir, may I take your coat? May I offer you a, a drink? Well, I'd like to kick, punch him in the face. I, I don't want to offer too. him a drink. Me too. Um, but we're hopeful in the weeks to come we could yes. uh, get some guests in over Skype. Yeah, we're going to try and Skype in some guests. Um, this is, you know, we, we promise we won't leave you in the cold, listeners. We're going to be here holding your hands through this global pandemic. While wearing gloves. While wearing gloves. And uh, with by squirting p- uh, plenty of Purell on our hands at yes. the same time. Um, so what have you been up to in there, Mike? Anything interesting lately? Or um, well, as I as I mentioned before, it's uh, there's not a lot to do in here aside from mm. go to the bathroom or run the water, wash my hands, bathe myself, and so yeah, I, I have been bathing a lot. Um, That's good. I, I took five showers today. Uh, I was experimenting with different uh, water temperatures, so um, I took a very cold shower first thing in the morning, then I took a bit of a warmer one after lunch. Now, cold shower first thing in the morning. Were you having a sex dream? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, since this global pandemic has hit, I haven't had, um, honestly, a a single sexual thought. Have you? Have I? Yeah. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm on OnlyFans. I'm on Chatterbait. Uh, yeah, same as really? same as ever. Now you're now when you say you're on OnlyFans, does that mean you have subscribed to other people's OnlyFans, or do you have your own OnlyFans uh, page or website? I don't know the right term for it. Well, Michael, um, that's going to be revealed in a future episode. But let's just say for our Patreon oh. subscribers, they may get a little. Uh, a little bit of eye candy in addition to uh, some bonus episodes. We'll leave a little it more, that. J- a little more James than they bargained for. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what about yeah. um, so, Mike? Last time we talked, to you you were working at a woman's prison. I guess did you have did you get laid off? Did you have to quit your job? No, I did not get laid off, and no, I did not have to quit my job. Um, oh. But good memory. Usually, I usually I tell you things about my personal life and that you don't even remember or pay attention so this is nice um, that's true yes last uh, episode i revealed to the listeners i uh, got a job uh, as a prison guard at a local women's prison here in tarana ontario canada and because of the coronavirus you know outbreak uh, a lot of people have been asked if they can work from home right to to help uh you know, prevent the spread of this virus and i'm no different so what i've been doing is i've been doing my job as a guard via Skype. Wow. So, yeah, they have a computer in the hallway 
Um, it's sort of a panop- panopticon shaped prison, right? You know mm-hmm. that that a type circle of circle kind of thing. Yes, where I can see in the center, I stand and I have a I can like with a three sixty. Uh, if I turn around, I can see everything happening, right? Mm-hmm. Everything. And so they put a computer. It's a four sided monitor, and all the ladies can just see my, my big head up there on the computer and if they're you know misbehaving or swearing or carrying on or trying to make weapons out of you know uh cutlery uh, there's just me going hey ladies i don't think so or like put that down or uh, behave girls that kind of thing and And sorry um, i missed so so you're like on a laptop screen or yes it's a four-sided laptop uh monitor okay and let me tell you, James, working from home as a prison guard is very different from being there in person. Whatever shred of authority I had over these ladies has has completely disintegrated. No. I just can't believe it. They're throwing things at the monitors. They're saying, F this, F that, F you, go F your M. And, oh, my God. Uh, really? Yeah. So it's uh, – I log in basically for eight hours of abuse. Hmm. from, And they see that I'm on the toilet as well, which doesn't, you know – do much for my, you know, uh, the, doesn't make me look very authoritative, if you understand what I'm right, saying. Right, I suppose the, the female prisoners must be like, you know, why are you on the toilet, you effing idiot? That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they call me, hey, you effing toilet cop. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. see that, yeah. they're very, yeah. Like, criminals are very good at coming up with nicknames. You know, you think of Dick Tracy, yes. all those nicknames, like, they, they're just good at it, you know. So. Who was in the Dick Tracy movie? What was the mushed face character? Oh boy, squish head, squish face. There might have been, there might have been a squish head. There was definitely like a flat top, uh, flat top. There was Al Pacino, Al Pacino. Um, there was Madonna, Madonna, Warren yeah. Beatty. Yeah. I wish that those ladies in the prison would be forced to watch the the Warren Beatty Dick Tracy, so they could really uh, see where a life of crime uh, leads. Well, you know, Mike, um, maybe. You could play it for them. I mean, if you if you have access to this laptop that they all have to see, you know, pick pick movies for them to watch. Could be kind of maybe fun. I'll yeah I'll go on to uh, I don't know is Dick Tracy a Criterion Collection film? If so, I will stream Dick Tracy for the ladies. Very nice, very yeah. nice. Well, <laughs> uh, mm. oh, go on. Well, yeah, um, it it it's been pretty boring for me in the living room and uh, kitchen and bedroom. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, I'm a gym rat, right? Uh-huh. And, yes. and you can't go to the damn gym anymore. So nope. I'm just freaking out. So I, I actually uh, was on Amazon today and I, I'm like, I got to do something about this. So, so I ordered a Bowflex Max Trainer M6, which is a really top of the line, uh, about 10 grand, uh, oh, Bowflex wow. machine. And I'm just going to be on that all day, every day. Cause I just gotta, I gotta work out. So Right. So I'm looking forward to that arriving. So wait a second. It's mm-hmm. a $10,000 piece of uh, equipment? Yeah, yeah. You've seen the ads. It's sort of like this big machine, and it's got all these pulleys on it, and yes. light press. And, yeah. It yeah. looks like someone like using a, like a one-man band kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of. My question, though, is if you're yeah. spending $10,000 on a, you know, a piece of gym equipment uh how come you're still in my apartment uh can't use that money to maybe find some other lodgings maybe a hotel motel airbnb uh you know oh oh i see what you're saying yeah um yes well the mm, go ahead no no I'm, I'm just glad you see what i'm saying no no i do see what you're saying uh the issue is well that money's gone now so a lot of my money's tied up because of the investigation. Obviously, right. I don't have access to a number of accounts. And, you know, the money I do have is for discretionary things, you know. Um, I had to fix the cappuccino machine last right. week. It, that's where that money comes from. I, and that you know, was I also by the Bowflex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's the money that is allotted for rent bills and stuff. There's nothing in there. The money that's allotted for other things, there's a yeah. bit. But, you know, it's going to get sucked up. Okay, I mean that. I, I guess that does make. Uh, it does sense. make sense. It just it, it does make sense. I just needed to have it sort of. I needed you to spell it out for me like that. Yeah. A B C D E F G H I J. It's funny the things we're doing. Where I feel some sometimes like I'm going a little loopy, being in self quarantine, and and I have found myself singing the alphabet song. Is that right? Yeah. Well. 
hey, there are worse ways to spend uh, four to eight to 12 weeks than it's sitting true. in a bathroom floor and yeah. singing the alphabet to yourself. Am I right? I, I agree. Hey, is this um, even the worst period of your life? Like the, the hardest, oh, the most By desolate? no means is this the worst period of my life. By no means, James. Uh, well, um... May I, may I uh, just point something out? Please do. We're 16 minutes in, 15 minutes into this episode. Yes. And neither of us has mentioned the green elephant in the room. Do you understand what I mean by that, James? I actually do not. The green elephant in the room. What, is there anything green happening today? Today is St. Patrick's Day. Oh we're my We're recording goodness. this on St. Patrick's You're Day. right. Yes. And uh, I'd just like to say to all of our listeners, you know, happy St. Patrick's Day, uh, luck of the Irish, and uh, hope you, uh, even though everything is shut down, hope you've had a fun St. Patrick's Day, maybe had some green beer, like I'm drinking right now on the toilet, um, and you did something fun. How did you get green dye in there? Well, before so before we self-quarantined, I knew St. Patty's Day was coming up, so I brought some provisions in here into the toilet with me. So I brought a six-pack of Coors Light, and I uh, pureed some asparagus. And what I did is when I got into the bathroom here, I uh, this morning, when I was taking my cold shower, I cracked open a cold Coors Light and I dumped some some of the pureed asparagus in there, and I shook it up real nice, and I drank it in the shower uh, in honor of uh, of the people of Ireland. That is a lovely tribute. Yes. That is wonderful. You know, I completely forgot. Uh, no. I, can't believe, I mean, I can't believe I forgot about St. Patrick's Day. Usually I'm in Dublin, uh, you know, partying. I usually have a week-long party. I, I yeah. don't even know what damn day it is, while, you know, stuck in this apartment. Right. My goodness. Well, I'm gonna, Michael. You've you've uh, won me over. I'm I'm gonna have to get drunk by myself in here tonight. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, uh, let's. I'm interested to see how that goes uh, tonight. I with am me too. trapped in the bathroom and you out there doing God knows what. And I will um, let you know that sometime this week uh, I am planning to do ayahuasca. Okay. So um, you're gonna hear some funny things, and maybe I might even try <laughs> to get in there, but. Uh, Speaking of funny things, and I maybe shouldn't say this in public, mm. uh, I did hear you toot last night. Oh, Mike. I can take that out if you if you want me to. No, it's fine. I mean, was that when so, I was using the garden hose? Uh, no, it was in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. wow. It must have been loud. It was very loud. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, while we're still on the topic of St. Patrick's Day, I'd just like to point out that uh, because most uh, celebrations across North America and Europe, and in fact the world, have been canceled, mm-hmm. uh, the Dropkick Murphys actually did something very nice. They what did – they're doing a uh, – tonight, they're doing a live, live stream concert from Boston. How about that? Now, I hope with no audience, I'm guessing – no audience, just just the boys in the band. Although I believe that band has more than the uh, ten people that they recommend uh, hanging out with uh, to prevent the spread of coronavirus. And I, from what I remember of the Dropkick Murphys, I feel like there's a lot of long chin beards in that band that might be a bit of a breeding ground for Mister COVID. Am I wrong? Yes. Uh, they. Is it true that the virus can live in unruly uh, beard hair or mustache hair? Supposedly. But you just feel like it's more likely to be in a chin beard specifically. You know what I mean? Uh, Absolutely. I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm. Um, Anyway, I plan on watching the Dropkick Murphys live stream tonight here on the toilet drinking my green Coors Light beer. But I I just wish that it was a little bit more... um, I wish there was a way to make it feel like I was actually right there in the room. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe you got to get up and dance around, Michael. Well, I'm going to dance around, but I wish there was like a virtual 300-pound skinhead who could be in here to sort of jostle me around and intimidate me as if I was really uh, at the show. Well, if you really want a 300-pound skinhead to be in there with you, I mean, I, can, I, I probably can't arrange that. 
Uh, I don't. I don't want to break uh, self quarantine. Okay. Okay. Rules. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Well, maybe I'll watch that um, from in here in the living room too. We find a couple of fellas in different rooms. You in the living room, me in the in the bathroom, watching the Dropkick Murphys on our laptops. Oh, amazing! A, a classic St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it truly is. It just made me think too. Was it one year ago when we had Phil Moorhead on as an as a, the Irishman? Phil Moorhead on for St. Patrick's Day. Was that one year ago? I think it might be exactly one year ago, and that was a very fun episode. And and what a different time. Yes, we weren't under quarantine because of a global pandemic when we had <laughs> Phil Moorhead on last year. That's right. It would be fun to go back and listen to that one and think, boy, oh boy, I yeah. bet we didn't think this was going to happen next St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder what Phil is thinking about all of this. Well, I wonder if he still listens. Well, <laughs> we'll have to ask. We'll have to ask him. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy. Should we do our, our segment? We should, but before we do that... Why don't we remind our listeners that they are always welcome, whether there's a pandemic or not, to go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant and uh, chip in a few bucks to help keep this thing going. Um, we have mm-hmm. a few new uh, Patreon subscribers. Thank since you. The last episode. I believe a certain Hope Cantwell is now part of the uh, Patreon oh. family with us. We love her. She's in, uh, I believe, Nashville, Tennessee. That is so cool. Yes. Nashville. We have a That's southern li- listener. So I it's love nice. That. So let's see. This is a challenge to the other southerners who listen to this show. If you live in uh, uh, Texas or Arizona or uh, Alabama. Or Argentina. Arge- well, you went much further south yeah. than I expected. I wonder if, if Hope is our southernmost listener. I wonder. I, I have seen the map uh, that breaks down the stats of where people listen, and I do think we have one listener at least. Uh, we have one in Mexico, I think two in Ooh. Brazil. But Argentina is the very bottom tip of South America, isn't it? I, I think Chile and Argentina kind of share right. the, little, the little tip. Well, way to go to undermine the, uh, the uh, message of thanks I was delivering to, to Hope. <laughs> Thank you, Hope. That's so nice. Hey, you yeah. know, also a little shout-out. Dan Griffin uh, tweeted about us the other day. DG. Rock star. Yes. From the band Teen Ravine. <laughs> Do you think that in the midst of this uh, coronavirus thing that the IRA has uh, sort of implemented health measures for it, for its members? You know, I don't know if this is true, but I saw on Twitter someone was like, ISIS has warned its members not to go to Europe. Oh so, boy! I don't know if that's true, but that's what I saw. So. Imagine that—you're a ISIS member, all ready to go on your first and probably last trip to Europe, <laughs> and you get this message from the World Health Organization saying, "Uh-uh, cool your jets, buddy. You're not going anywhere because the airports are closed. Uh, save that suicide vest for another <laughs> day, right?" Yeah, it's it's well, affecting it's, everybody. It's affecting everyone. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Whether you're the IRA or ISIS or or just uh, I don't know the anyone. FBI, or... the FBI. Yeah, it is pretty wild, isn't it, Michael? It is wild. That's what it is. I mean, yes, I, I can't remember anything like this. And and we lived through SARS. Wait, that's right. Toronto was the epicenter of SARS. Toronto was the epicenter of SARS, and at the end of it all, we got a concert called SARS Stock, where. Who played? It was the the headliners were ACDC and the Rolling Stones, but That's also right. Rush. Uh, I, believe I don't Cummings. know if Rush played, but the Guess Who did. The Guess Who, uh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake did, and people booed him because it was like not rock. So Justin Timberlake, I believe, volunteered uh, to perform at Sarstock, and mm-hmm. the, like purely the just angry, being nice. Yeah, and the angry rock fans in the crowd who wanted to see like ACDC and the Rolling <laughs> and the Stones party and the Tea Party. People threw plastic bottles full of piss at Justin Timberlake's yeah. head while he was performing a concert to help bring tourism back to Toronto. Yeah, he, I think he was just in the area or like was yeah. doing a show somewhere nearby and was like, yeah, hey, I'd like to help too. I'd love to help out Toronto. Yeah. Uh, uh, just before I, I agree to, uh, people won't throw bottles of piss at my head, right? <laughs> oh, no, of course not, Justin. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Well, well, we all know did. how that ended. 
I saw a, a, a meme on Instagram story maybe two oh, days ago. Tell us, tell us what it was. <laughs> and uh, it was something along, along the lines of, um, geez, this virus hits and we're all locked inside. Back when SARS happened, we saw ACDC kick ass or, or something essentially going with wimps <laughs> for <laughs> hiding away during coronavirus. But it back in the SARS think. days, we were real yeah. men. Well, now, if ACDC, I mean, they can't do a benefit for uh, coronavirus because I think one guy died, the singer was kicked out, the other guy went, uh, got dementia, and I think Angus Young lost his guitar uh, at the airport or something. Anyway, Is Angus ACDC, Young the guy in the shorts? He's the guy in the shorts and the little hat who's dressed like a schoolboy, despite the fact that he's, I believe, in his mid-70s. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Um... Do you remember that video that ACDC did for a, a Schwarzenegger movie? I think it was wow. called Big Guns was the ACDC song. And Schwarzenegger actually appeared in the video dressed like Angus Young in a little schoolboy outfit. And he did the, no. the kind of duck walk that, that Angus Young does. It's very, very funny. It I'll looks like a, he's trying not to poo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put a link to uh, Big Guns by ACDC in the show notes for this. That's great. That's yeah. great. ACDC had a normal uh, – a singer with a normal voice, right? The guy who sang I Like Big Balls. Yeah, and yeah then Bon he Scott. And died yeah. and they got the Donald Duck guy? They did, yes. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian Johnson. How did that happen? Like it's a pretty bold move to get the Donald Duck guy to sing. You know what I mean? Well, I will, I'd just like to point out that you were like ACDC had a regular singer. Bon Scott sounded like a uh, – I don't know, like a trumpet underwater also? <laughs> I, I, I just remember Some on the radio hearing like, that what's song. That? How did yeah. it go? Like, I have big balls. Well, it's like it's, he, he starts the song in a very, like, uh, upper-class British accent about, like, mm. oh, some, some balls are big, some small. And it's like, oh, oh amazing and hilarious double entendre. Right, because uh, like, he's like, saying balls and we're thinking basketballs yes. or rugby balls. But he's no, no, also you're thinking of of galas. You're thinking of you know royal galas, like a, a grand ball. Oh, he's thinking of that kind of ball. Okay, yeah, so it's, just, it's actually yes. a triple entendre. Well, now that you say so, uh, yeah, absolutely. But we, when you listen, you can't help but think he's talking about testicles. Yes, and that's the brilliance of those lyrics. <laughs> wow, because they mean so many things, and they, they mean a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Apparently at his funeral, they had a string quartet play uh, an instrumental version of uh, Big Balls. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was apparently, there was not a dry eye in in the house. Wow. Yeah. I bet. That's, 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 that's amazing. Wow. Easy, Can I check easy. in? Are you having fun in this, in this Skype episode? I am. I am, actually. It's fun. Yeah, we should have started doing this years ago. You're you're right. You know, uh, we don't have to be near each other. We don't have to, no. you know, spend the half an hour beforehand yeah. uh, chatting, you know. Um, we're able to just do the podcast, turn it off, and, and it, it really limits the amount of exposure we have to each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boy, oh boy. So why don't we, now that we've gotten uh, that nasty business out of the way, why don't we uh, launch into our segment, James? Very good. Um, and uh, the segment this week is um, big surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, it's about COVID-19. Warning, warning, COVID-19. <laughs> That's, I like that. The Thank news you. should play that song before every breaking story about it. Well, if anyone in the news media wants to get involved, wants to license that song or have me on live to perform it, I am available. You could see CNN being like, we're sorry to interrupt this broadcast. We have breaking news. Warning, warning, it's COVID-19. COVID-19 has spread to another country, you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, and basically, Mike, we were going to talk about things we're really going to miss that we can't do while we're in quarantine. Absolutely. So obviously we're housebound. We can't go out and do uh, the, the regular things we love to do. And mm. James and I are both very active young men. Um, mm. A lot of great events, festivals, and things have been canceled because of coronavirus. And here's just a little list of some of the, the most important things we're going to miss mm -hmm. by being 
in self-quarantine. That's right. Uh, who should go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready here on the toilet to, to start the segment. So one thing I'm going to miss, and a lot of people who know me will know that I am somewhat of a Francophile. I love all things French. Uh, whether it's uh, food, art, or uh, uh, wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I most love is French kissing. And no, I don't mean with the tongue. I was going to say. No, 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 no. Let me finish, sir. Uh, I mean uh, the French kiss of greeting known as le bise. Le bise. Hmm. Uh, and I love this way of greeting people. I've always loved it instead of, you know, shaking hands or bumping fists or whatever. I love doing the double kiss on the cheek uh, to everyone I see on the street or on the bus or at the shops. And ever since this coronavirus thing hit town, can't do it. It's too dangerous. And honestly, being locked here in the toilet, there's no one to kiss. Except for me. I guess. <laughs> but that's, that's a little bit weird. Now, I'm going to be a devil's advocate here and suggest that I do not think people enjoyed it when you did that, even um, prior to the coronavirus crisis. I disagree. What would make you say that? Everyone would always react with astonishment uh, yeah. because they couldn't believe something so exotic and fun was happening to them. Or so weird. Um, okay, well, I'll go with something uh, now that I really miss, Michael. And uh, I'm upset I'm not able to do. And uh, that is, I had a tattoo scheduled. Oh. And I'm really upset I'm not going to get it done. It was really fun. It was it was going to be kind of like my ultimate masterpiece in terms of body uh, art that I was going to have done. Um, it was going to be a tattoo on my penis. Oh. And you're going to like this, Michael. Uh, you lost me. <laughs> no, well, you're going to like this. So if you saw my penis... Uh, you know, flaccid. Um, you'd okay. see a tattoo that said he. H. It said what? H E. He. H E. You know, which okay. is kind of like a cool thing. You know, sort of a um, he him. You know, se- yeah, like a '70s style, like she he. You know, yeah, embracing my uh, my gender. But then, if it the penis gets bigger, the word would actually spell out to. Holy moly, we've got ourselves a big one. Okay. So it's a bit of fun. Okay, because the H and the E, mm-hmm. they extend to that phrase. Uh-huh. If it's shriveled all up, all you see is he. But if right. we're in the heat of passion, there's a full long sentence. So well, that was the ex- thing I was going to have done. Um, Excuse and- me just for one second as I pray to God that I only ever see your thing flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, hopefully never at all. But well, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know when I'm going to have that done, Michael. And that scares me. Wouldn't wouldn't a tattoo that big uh, and and lengthy? Wouldn't that just hurt a lot in in a in such a sensitive part of the anatomy? Um, I think you don't. I think you can't feel uh, pain on your penis. I'm pretty sure really? that's a thing. Well, so I, I think the thin- so. I thought that like the skin is is quite thin down there. The last time I checked. Hmm. Well, mine. Uh, not mine. Okay. Yeah. Some guys are thinnies. Some guys are thickies. I suppose. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. a thickie. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry to hear that you have to postpone that tattoo. Thank you, and because it's it, it's a perfect tattoo for summer, and if I'm going to get it in the mm. fall, it's yeah. just going to be annoying. Right. Well, because when it's cold outside, it's not even going to look like he. It's just going to be an H. <laughs> H. And people are going to go, "What is that for Hartnet?" And I'm going to go, "It's oh, that? a long story." Yeah. Uh, hold on, if you want to understand what it's what it's all about, I have to go. Uh, I have to pull up something on my phone here to get myself aroused. Yeah, and t- take you know? about eight minutes in the bathroom. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, the second thing I'm upset to to have to miss because of coronavirus, mm-hmm. uh, aka the uh, the d- disastrous Mr. COVID uh, is uh, my weekly Friday treats. I can't get Friday treats anymore. Frankly, I can't get treats any day of the week right now because of quarantine. Uh, but specifically, at the end of the work week, on Fridays, you know, everyone's tired, everyone's fed up, everyone's excited for the weekend. 
I had a habit of treating myself by going to the Eaton Center Food Court. Now, the Eaton Center is, of course, one of the biggest shopping centers we have here, right in the heart of downtown T.O. I would go to the food court, and I'd go to the subway, and I'd, I'd order myself a great big sloppy foot-long meatball sub with extra sauce and cheese and all sorts of mayo and mustard and barbecue sauce and I'd get uh, a couple cookies and I'd get myself a coke and I'd sit in the food court where it's always very packed full of people talking and coughing and sneezing and I would just pig out on that messy sub that sounds now, disgusting. It's very, it was very fun. It helped me relax. But now, because of all these, you know, health warnings and all these new rules and everything being shut down, well, Friday treats out the window. Yeah. Well, surely you could make new Friday treats in the bathroom. I suppose I could, but you would have to go get me the supplies uh, no, to make a big messy sub. Not going to happen. Okay. <clears throat> very good, Michael. Um, well, I'll do the uh, my second item here. Okay. And, uh, and you know, most of what I've said today has been pretty light, uh, sort of fun, but this is a serious one. Um, I'm talking about the closure, which really pisses me off, the closure in Ontario of our strip clubs and sex clubs. And I'm sorry. Uh, no. No. I don't care if it's COVID. I don't care if an asteroid's coming. No. And this is a message direct to Mr. Trudeau. If you do not open our sex clubs, and I'm talking today, you are going to have a damn riot on your hands, friend. Okay? So listen to me. Open up Oasis Aqua Lounge. Open up our sex, sex clubs all across the province. And do it now. Or as I said, you were going to have a damn riot on your hands. James, are you threatening the Prime Minister of Canada? I'm not threatening him. I'm telling him the, the facts. Okay. So... Do you disagree? I, I, I mean, I, I didn't know... I didn't hear specifically uh, an announcement that strip clubs, sex clubs, etc. had been closed, but I I guess they fall under the the umbrella of bars and restaurants, so they're, they're not operating. But I will say that, the, it, it, you know, it's a lot of... Uh, Skin on skin, touching uh, close quarters. If you're at a strip club, probably uh, it's a great way to spread a virus. So maybe it's good that they shut down these clubs. So I'm sorry. People who enjoy going for walks are allowed to keep going for walks. Well, but yes. People who enjoy uh, going to a sex club suddenly no. We're 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 singling you out for people who can't do your daily activity or the thing that you know relieves a bit of stress for you. It it doesn't add up. Right. It doesn't. You know, that's my opinion. So, Okay, well, you're welcome to it. I just, I, I disagree. And, um, you know, I, we'll I see how this you. shakes out. We will. We will. Speaking well, I of sincerely shaking, hope that when we're back next week, there's a resolution to that. Well, maybe. You know what, James? Here's my promise. If the, the strip clubs, the sex clubs reopen, we will record an episode at one. Oh, my God. That would be Together. very fun. Well... Why don't we Skype? I'll be there and you be you stay in the bathroom. I'll stay on the toilet. Okay, okay. okay. Excellent. So my third and final uh, thing that I'm, I'm really hating to miss, uh, it was coming up in a couple weeks here at the Toronto Convention Center. I've been waiting for it all year. Now, people who know me know that I'm a big uh, Ghostbusters fan. I love the Ghostbusters, you know, uh, who you gonna call? Uh, there's Egon and... Peter and all the other Ghostbusters, and I love them. And uh, there was a Ghostbusters convention scheduled for two weeks here in Toronto. Ectocon TO, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. But because of coronavirus, uh, it's almost like uh, like how the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man was the big enemy in Ghostbusters. Uh, well, coronavirus is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man of the uh, convention because it's been canceled. I'm sorry. Yeah, it really sucks, but it means a lot uh, to hear you say you're sorry. Um, I was really looking forward to one uh, person who was going to be there in particular. Who? 
Um, so you know how Dan Aykroyd is in the original Ghostbusters movie and Ghostbusters 2? I think I knew that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Dan Aykroyd Jr. was going to be at EctoCon TO. And I really wanted to see him because mm. he was going to be signing autographs and doing a very special thing where you pay $50 and he slimes you and you get your picture taken with him. And what, does, how, what, what is involved in being slimed by Dan? So you know how there's the character Slimer mm-hmm. uh, in Ghostbusters? He's well, kind of a goober. He's a big goober. It's like, and he looks like he's almost like um, Eastern European, an Eastern <laughs> European man, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, But like he does. wet. Yep. Yeah. So Dan Aykroyd Jr., uh, he has a bucket of goo and you pay him 50 bucks and he tosses the goo on your face and then they take a picture. That's, that seems fun. So you wanted this to happen? Yes. Yes, that's why I'm sad that ExoCon has been canceled. Okay, right, yeah. Now, Mike, am I wrong? I thought you didn't Dan have some kind of, I don't know if it was a restraining order against you, but weren't you sort of instructed to not approach Dan after some incident at the uh, Caesar, at at some Caesar event? Yeah, I went to a, he was celebrating uh, National Caesar Day because he, uh, he's sort of the ambassador for Caesars, the unique canadian drink yeah and if you're american it's it's a it's a bloody mary but instead of tomato juice it's like a clam tomato juice mix yes and uh he uses his own um crystal skull vodka Mm -hmm. in the uh in the mix in the caesars Mm -hmm. yes i went a bit too i got a bit too excited at an event last year and i ran up on on stage where he was doing a sort of uh a pitch, I guess you'd call it, and I started hugging and kissing him. Yeah. And his uh, security people wrestled me to the ground, beat me up, and then I was arrested. Yeah. Uh, there was no, I'd like to point out, there was no actual uh, restraining order. I, okay. was just war- I was warned by his management to stay away. Now, it's funny because I am I feel like you thought that Dan Aykroyd might be like Morrissey where, you know, male fans of his run up on stage and kiss him. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a thing that's happened at a bunch of his concerts that, that's yeah. just accepted. So maybe, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing you thought it would it might be like that with Dan Aykroyd. Well, I thought I could start that with Dan, you see? <laughs> right. That I'd be the first one, you know, and then I would start a trend and, and other of his male fans would start doing that and running up on stage and ripping his shirt off and kissing yeah. him. And You've seen what I'm and... talking about with Morrissey, right? Yes. yes You've I've seen, seen that. that. It is a real yeah. thing. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, hey, now that you hmm. say that, Dan Aykroyd and Morrissey, as they both age, they both have started looking more and more like one another. <laughs> That's a good point. Right. Who would have Maybe. thought that in the '80s when Dan Aykroyd was in trading? What was it? Trading places or trading places? Trading places and the Great, Great outdoors, outdoors. And Morrissey was singing hit after hit. Yeah. Who, who would have thought? Imagine if Morrissey had to step in because maybe. Uh, Jim Belushi gets sick, or John Goodman gets sick, and Morrissey has to step in last minute uh, to play with the Blues Brothers. That would be great. What would they like? Uh, boy, oh boy! What's a uh, what's a Blues Brothers song they sing always? Like, uh, like uh, Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally, <laughs> better slow your Mustang down. Uh, it's not very good That's of a good. Morrissey impersonation, but Mustang you see where Sally meters murder. <laughs> Yeah. Mustang Sally, you are an imbecile. <laughs> just like all the others. Yeah. Um, you know, we could do this all, all Mustang year. Mustang Sally's in a coma and she's going to die. <laughs> Mustang uh. Sally, close the borders to anyone who comes from away. <laughs> yeah, Morrissey's probably loving this uh, new border control. Morrissey's loving it more than most people because he is one of... British pop music's uh, biggest xenophobes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good time for those folks right now. Canada, Absolutely. we just closed down our borders yesterday. Yeah. Except to Americans. Yes. Which is a bit weird because there are probably a lot of cases there, but... Absolutely. Whatever. Yes. <clears throat> okay, well, I guess I'll go to my the last thing I'm going to miss. Okay. And my last thing for this segment, Michael, is a bit of a funny twist. Oh, oh. Because it's something <laughs> I love that I'm not going to miss. Okay. It's still going on. And obviously, I'm talking about 
the WWE and the UFC. That's right, folks. The WWE is still putting on wrestling matches. That's true. And the UFC just had a wrestling match this past Saturday in Brazil. No. They genuinely did. That so, seems wildly irresponsible. No, no, no. They uh, they know all the science and they're fine. They know all the guys are fine. Um, I guess you're they, right. Brazilian science and medicine is always a few <laughs> decades ahead of us. So, and the UFC has more fights planned. So, you know, I'm going to try, if I can, to travel to to um, catch some of these upcoming big UFC uh, fights. You know, they got one coming up in Zagreb. They got one coming up in Bishkek. And uh, they got one coming up in Nukus, which is the sixth largest city in Uzbekistan. So, oh, Nukus. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to get out there and travel to these to these <laughs> semi-lawless cities that are allowing uh, the UFC to, to uh, take part. And James, uh, it, it really, it's a, it's an inspiration to all entrepreneurs, really, that, that, that the UFC is still going and still putting a product out there. And, and as I said, they, they have, they have the best scientists. They really do. And, uh, James, James, aren't you afraid to, to travel internationally and then put yourself in a, in a big crowd in these other countries where who knows what kind of health system they have? No, no. L- listen, I trust Dana White, UFC president, and he has said that he's been in contact with Trump and that they're really on the same page with this. He's not going to put anyone in harm's way. I mean, the fighters, obviously, <laughs> well, are yeah. in harm's way in many, many, many senses. Well, but, from, you know, from punches and kicks. And uh, concussion problems later in life. Yes. But, you know, I'm excited. Hey, it's at least there's still some sports on TV. I guess we need sports, but is it worth the risk? Well, is it worth the risk to not to not fight? You know, these guys are these guys have to. It's like me with sex clubs or working out. Right. You, you got it inside of you. You got to let it out, or who knows what could happen. You got you got it inside of you. You got to let it out, or who knows what could happen. That'd be a wonderful thing to have on if we start making T-shirts. Yeah, it could be on we're, the back oh, of the that's, shirt. That's in the plans. I mean, things are a little wacky right now, but mm-hmm. but uh, we're. I mean, this is inside info. We're making a new logo. And we're going to make t-shirts and give them to our Patreons. That's This has been an official Landlord and Tenant Podmas I can't guarantee when this is going to happen at this point, but that's our plan. Yes. During this global pandemic, we have decided to, <laughs> to make t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, this was an idea we had well, maybe a month ago. We had it a month ago, to be yeah. fair. You know, yeah. I was thinking, Mike, if we went back to our la- our last episode was, was with Chris, right? Chris Locke, yes. Did we even mention the coronavirus? Like, that we taped that on Monday. We taped that, let me look on the calendar here. That was last Monday, which was think, March 9th? I think we mentioned it because Chris asked if we thought that this was like a government plot to take away our freedoms. <laughs> and uh, I think we talked about things being canceled. So that was March 9th, and we're recording this one on March 17th. Yeah. That's pretty fucking weird. What a difference a week makes. What a difference a week makes. Um, yeah, I really bet on that Monday night, we didn't mm-hmm. expect that the following Monday night, we'd be in a pandemic and not allowed to leave our homes for maybe weeks. Two months. Two maybe. months. Who knows? Or it could be all summer, according to like, the president. Yeah. This is this is, this is is wild. Well, oof. I mean, did, I did feel good. That? Mm, go ahead. Sorry? No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. There was a funny thing about, uh, you know, the subject we just talked about, quarantine. Mm-hmm. The uh, the famous contemporary country singer Roseanne Cash on the weekend. I don't know if you saw this, but she tweeted, like, uh, just some real talk. When Shakespeare was, you know, quarantined during the plague, he wrote King Lear. Mm. And she tweeted that out, and then half the internet was like, this is amazing. I'm gonna, This mm. is very inspirational. Now I can... Write a novel or my symphony or whatever, mm. and the other half of the internet um, t- started saying, "Go fuck yourself, Roseanne Cash. <laughs> fuck you." I feel that way. It was interesting to see mm. who who said what. Have you done anything productive since we realized we were in a once in a lifetime, hopefully, crisis? Um, I accepted an e transfer. Okay. For $20. I don't know how productive that is. I uh, I guess I bought some frozen food. Yeah. But I haven't, uh, you know, haven't started work on the great Canadian novel. <laughs> uh, 
I haven't done a damn thing other than just read, like, Twitter and Reddit and go, Yeah. What the hell, man? Is the dark web still running as usual? Yeah, the dark web's still going, which is nice. Yeah. Um, It sort of scratches some itches that uh, I can't get anywhere else, if if you know what I mean. So I'm glad that's still going. I mean, you know what I noticed? Whatever we have to do, please, God, don't let the internet go down. People have started tweeting lists of, like, okay. It's funny when a white person's like, okay, y'all, here's the list of movies you got to watch, fam. <laughs> and uh, people have started just uh, recommending lists of uh, Netflix series or mm. uh, books or movies that people should watch while they're under quarantine. Can I ask, have you been, um, what have you been watching or, or listening to or, or even reading? Well, Michael, I sure as hell have not been reading. Um, okay. <clears throat> been watching Fleabag. Oh, Hello, welcome to Fleabag. Uh, you got her. That's actually, that's very good. Um, Thank you. That's a great show. Have you been watching anything, Mike? I finished watching the show McMillions. Okay, I watched the first two of that and I thought, you know what? This is a bit boring. I think this could just be one 40-minute thing. I don't know if it needs to be many I feel episodes. like they could have condensed it a bit mm-hmm. uh, and just made a fun two-hour movie about a, a funny FBI agent. Yeah, uh, like that one guy is the star, huh? He's the star. That I'd love to see guy. him in more, more documentaries. Yeah, we got to get um, more documentaries about him. Maybe, can we find out if he did some something horrible or murdered someone secretly so we could get him in another doc? Uh, absolutely. I'd love to look into it. I mean, I have a, a feeling that, uh, because one of the executive producers of, of McMillions was Mark Wahlberg, I have a feeling that Mark is going to use him uh, more than a few times in some movie projects coming up. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? But it I, was oh, sorry, funny go ahead, to – I couldn't find anyone to really be mad at. I mean the guy who ruined people's lives, uh, Uncle Jerry, was a, a bad dude. But mm. uh, it's basically a bunch of poor, desperate people getting hoodwinked and having their lives ruined. And McDonald's lost some money but nothing they, – they could – it didn't really make any difference to McDonald's. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, it was a bit weird. You're kind of like, why do I care about this a bit? Yeah. But the FBI guy is funny, so. He you was know, funny. I, I texted with uh, former guest Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. Shout out to Rod. Yeah, and he told me that he watched the movie Contagion last night. People are doing that. Everyone's That seems about, crazy like, to me. Yeah. Now, is that the one with... No, no. I'm thinking of Outbreak. That's the one with Dustin That's Hoffman. That's with Dustin Hoffman, yeah. So what's the difference between Contagion and Outbreak? You're going to have to spell it out. Uh, I think Contagion is with Mr. Damon. So a little bit of eye candy for people. The talented Mr. Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what it's about. I'm just going to guess some kind of worldwide outbreak. Right. I remember I remember Outbreak, that movie with Dustin Hoffman. It, it's, it's actually a very funny trailer. John Ronson tweeted out uh, a link to the trailer because there's a very funny line in it that is surprising where Justin Hoffman kind of passionately pleads that we have to find this monkey because there's a monkey on the loose they've got to find. Right. And uh, it it made me think, too, Dustin did not – he wasn't the lead in a lot of action movies, was he? Um, Well, let's see. Was The Graduate considered an action movie? (laughs) Or was – what else? Was Kramer versus Kramer an action movie? I guess it's an action movie about lawyers yeah. fighting for custody. Um, no, I think you're right. I don't think he played a lot of kind of uh, roles that like your Stallones or your no. Chuck Norris has <laughs> played, right? No, but this was he, he took a shot with this one. Imagine if Rambo had starred Dustin Hoffman instead of Sylvester Stallone. Wow. Wow. I don't, know. I don't know if I can do it, Dustin Hoffman. History would, would have changed completely. Now listen, I, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot you here. And, and, and I, hope, I, hope, I hope that's okay by you. But I, I'm going to have to pick up this machine gun and, and, and I'm going to have to shoot you. Now, how is that? He's like is a nervous Dustin? talker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good impression. but uh, well, the fans We're under quarantine. Vote. We're working with what we can. We are. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to make fun of you or criticize you for doing a subpar Dustin Hoffman accent, especially during a global damn pandemic, because we don't need that kind of stress. We don't. We really don't. Um, So, (sighs) yes, Dustin Hoffman didn't play a lot of action stars, uh, but who – so Matt Damon plays a disease man in 
Contagion? This is what I've gathered from the image of the movie uh, on uh, on Netflix when you sort of scroll by it. I mean, I can tell you the, the, the loose summary. Please do. <laughs> Here, just We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. Contagion Wiki. I'm searching this here. Here we go. It's a 2011 film. Oh, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Oh, the Soderbergh. Let's find here. Um, oh, it's a bit of a long plot here, but it's, it's, you know, it's something about a damn worldwide virus. Well, that was good. And it's very, yeah. it's very relevant today. It is. It really is. There is a worldwide virus going around. It's um, it's traveling all around, and unlike people, it doesn't need a passport, and it doesn't speak any language. This once uh, the, this crisis is over with, um, if I try stand up, could be a funny joke to go. Now I'm just going to ask this, folks. I hope that thing had had its frequent flyer miles, you know, <laughs> because right, Michael, it's 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 going around the world. Absolutely, I don't think it's, it's sad- in Antarctica at least. No, no, that's where you want to go right now mm. to stay safe from it. Um, there uh, been, You mentioned comedy just now. Mm. A lot, basically all comedy shows have been canceled uh, basically around the world, mm-hmm. except I believe this past weekend, Yuck Yucks did keep its doors open. Uh, <laughs> Yuck Yucks, true. of course, the uh, Canadian stand-up comedy chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sketchfest also completed its festival yes. that I think Toronto Sketchfest. Yes. So, you know, the World Health Organization, the Centers for Disease Control, <laughs> for the past couple of weeks have been advising, you know, people to please stay home, only travel outside when necessary. Yes. So some comedy festivals and clubs decided, oh, to hell with those experts. We've got a, a, a funny festival to do. They did. They did. Yeah. Well, you got to laugh, Mike. You got to laugh. laugh. Or you start crying. You gotta, you know, go out to your restaurants and uh, mm-hmm. and have a laugh. So, not we mentioned. I mentioned the Dropkick Murphys doing a uh, a live stream concert on St. Mm. Patrick's Day, but mm-hmm. the other night also uh, Jan Arden did a live stream concert for Canada. Did she? Uh, because people are trapped at home. So you know, there's a disease raging outside. No one knows who's going to live and who's going to die. You know, half of Europe is, or all of Europe is. Locked down, our borders are closed. But uh, for some relief, you could fire up your computer and watch Jan Arden uh, play some music. Thank God, thank God. Well, hopefully, we're a, 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 you know we're equally a relief for people. I, I think we're the male Jan Arden. We are not individually, no, nope. but much like a transformer, <laughs> we connect and we we are kind of a Jan Arden for men. Absolutely. Hey, here's a question. Yeah. Do you think Don Cherry will survive all of this? <laughs> Michael, for, if, uh, for people who don't know, Don Cherry mm-hmm. is a uh, beloved, I guess, hockey icon? Yeah. In his 80s? Yeah. Just, just, a, just a question. I don't know. You know, I, an unanswerable question. I'm looking Only at, time uh, will tell, I I'm suppose. I'm looking at the internet here, and there's a, supposedly a proposal for hockey to uh, start the season up again in July and play through late July, August, September. Uh, so that's fun. Just a, Hockey in the summer. Yes, hockey all summer in places like Miami and Phoenix and uh, and even Nashville, home of Hope Cantwell. Home of Hope Cantwell, who's told me she does go to some Predators games. Does she? Yeah. They look pretty fun, those, oh, those predators. Oh, speaking of sports mm. in all of this, so Japan mm. for weeks now has been saying that it, it uh, under no circumstances, will even consider uh, postponing or canceling the Tokyo Olympics. Well, just yeah. today, I believe the like the second-in-command of the Olympics in Japan, well, tested positive for uh, coronavirus. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah, they're kind of doggedly holding on to that. Something tells me uh, we're not all going to get together, uh, people from a all around the world. Told me uh, in yeah. a couple of months, you know. Yeah, maybe the here's a here's an idea. Athletes who wanted to compete can take a page out of our book, and they Skype in. That's a good idea, right? A team of uh, basketball players they all Skype in from their own computer. Uh, 
what else is a summer sport? Track and field? Sure. Set, turn on your Skype? You run around your living room and whoever goes the fastest wins the gold medal. <laughs> I like that. Oh my god, are they are they still making porn, Michael? <laughs> I I I believe they are. The last thing I saw, I checked, uh there is a new genre of uh pornography. Okay. Coronavirus themed pornography. My goodness. Uh this industry, pornography, is endlessly adaptable. It really is. It doesn't matter what's going on. It could be, nope. uh, you know, uh you know, uh, Donald Trump gets elected, <laughs> yep. uh, you know. or uh, Even if aliens invaded, I'm sure yeah. the next day you'd fire alien up your computer, you'd porn. see some alien porn. You would. You would. People love to get horny. Yeah. So this, this genre of, of pornography, it's people in hazmat suits just with a little uh, – guess which area is cut yeah. open. <laughs> I think and, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just going at it. And it's uh, – I guess it's providing some sense of relief in, in a difficult time. I hope it does. Well, uh, Michael, um, I think we maybe should uh, wrap this little puppy up with a little bow on it. And give it a little kiss. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if if I, I don't, We don't know yet, but if the sound quality is a bit weird, we'll work on that as best we can. Absolutely. But we're going to, unless one of us gets extremely ill, knock on wood, we, knock on wood. Uh, we're going to keep doing this and uh, maybe try to get guests in to skype in and yeah. uh you know hopefully keep you guys company while you're stuck at home yourself yes and uh i think this is a great time to end the show because i actually need to use this toilet i'm uh, sitting on well you know what's not a bad idea michael we could what? make short little five minute patreon only episodes of you in the bat like using the bathroom i'll have to think on this well, it but could be. uh possibly Give we'll a see. treat Anyway, happy St. Patrick's Day, James. Uh, hopefully yeah. you have a nice one. Uh, and I guess we'll both be uh, listening to the Dropkick Murphys live stream tonight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I probably won't really talk to you much before we do our next podcast. So I don't know when we're going to tape that, if that's later this um, week or next week or whatever. But uh, Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, best of luck to you. Oh, and uh, if you need some food, just not, just do a knock and I'll roll some food. Open the door a crack and I'll roll some food. Uh, Okay, great. And if you need to pee or poo yep. into the hose, just yep. uh, sh- shake the hose so I know okay. that something's coming out. Right. Yeah, okay. hopefully you're not sleeping. Oh, God. That's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Mike. Take care. You too.